Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of Pip Panther Rants and Other Sports Friends Podcast is brought to you by The Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. We're here to help you, you know, love your team and hate your rival. You can check us out. We're at w.sportsdrink.org or go to our Instagram page. It's at sportsdrink. It's basically sportsdrink and you just take away the vowels for the most part. Check us out, you guys. You know, we're just an intersection between sports and not sports. And, of course, leave the leave the door open because we're trying to let some of the funk out. All right, guys. Welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Vlad Harris, your host, brought to you by the Sports Drink, of course. Well, happy Thursday right now. Well, yeah, when this uploads, it'll be Friday tomorrow. I'm sure you guys have, are just over this whole, uh, you know, you're over this uh, this past loss, of course. You know, there's been some questions for... Um, Um, there's been questions about the officiating and the calls, which obviously happens. Now, I guess one thing the Loyal Sons brought up was if, if, this, if Pitt scored, you know, when they tied it, you know, you know, the, you know to make it 27-26, should they have gone for two? Initially, I thought they should have because I thought they were delaying the, the inevitable, which they kind of were. Let's be honest. Our, our backup quarterback couldn't hit couldn't hit the back of a barnyard door, and yeah, he was pretty inaccurate. And on top of that, he had he was operating on one leg, so it was like double you know double whammy. But to his credit, he hung in there and tied the game. And, of course, he did all he could in overtime. So, I'm not going to get too down on Nick Patty. On top of that, Pitt's defense had a second and 13 when Tennessee had the ball. It had some momentum. And, sure enough, they, uh, you know... And, you know, we gave up a big play. I mean, that's just Panarduzzi's defense. That's what happens. I'm reading this whole uh, Twitter thing. And, yeah, I'm watching the Amazon broadcast. And I must say, it's not too bad. I don't mind it. I mean, it depends on how you, I mean, it depends on how you, how you feel about it. You know, what your feelings are. 
and yeah, I mean the broadcast team with with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit has been pretty. You know, it's it's actually not pretty. It's not too bad. I mean, it's a pretty. But uh, yeah, I just said that if they do, if they would just get um. And I keep pausing this podcast because I keep reading all this stuff. I have to stop doing this because it takes away my train of thought. But I do like uh, Michael's and Herb Street. I like. I haven't really paid much attention to anything else on this Amazon Prime stuff. I mean the the. The pregame, I didn't really watch much of, or the you know, or in the, the halftime, and I'm probably not gonna watch the postgame. But the broadcast is really decent. What's Juju been doing in this game? Let me take a look at the score of this game. Hmm. Uh, Juju has two catches for six yards. I mean, Juju's had two catches for six yards. I mean, I was about, I was about to troll him, but last game was the Cardinals. He had six catches, seven nine yards. So I'm not sure, but it looks like he's in a loaded, you know, in a loaded um, group of uh, receivers, and he's going to have to. He's going to do something, I guess, to make himself stand out. I don't know. Yeah, Chargers are becoming unglued, so so much for that. Scores, let me see. I have to really, get, I haven't really gotten. I was, I'm supposed to be talking with Pitt in Western Michigan, and here I am, clicking through Amazon stuff and all, all whatever else. So let's get to the actual relevant things. Uh, Pitt's playing Western Michigan at Western Michigan this Saturday. Uh, 7.30 kickoff, Eastern Time, 6.30 if you're in my time zone, which is Central. Not much to really say about the game. Currently, Pitt's a, um, let's look at the current line of the game. Pitt is a 10-point favorite, 400 on the money line, and the over-under is 48. It depends on the quarterback situation. Of who Pitt is going to start. If Keaton can go. Or if Patty can go. Um, I think if Pat if, if Patty's the guy they're going to do. They're probably going to tailor the game plan around him. I mean he is mobile. I mean it's going to be obviously. Good, it's going to be definitely a lot more ball control. Because unless he fixes his accuracy or does something. But yeah, Pitt's gonna be a lot. I mean, it's gonna be a lot more ball control, a lot more running. If Keaton plays, I think we're fine. And I actually think Pitt will cover the ten points. I think if Keaton plays, they cover. They may even cover without him. I mean, if they have Patty, they may cover with the, with Patty. Um, I don't think we're gonna see a repeat of last year of what happened. I think the staff has learned some of, some of their lessons, but this Western Michigan team isn't is a little different. Uh, 
They barely beat Ball State, and Ball State isn't that good. Well, let's say Justin, just, looks like Justin Aber went down, so there goes that. Is that just came up on my screen? I'm like so distracted while doing this podcast, but but to do a cliff notes of all this crap. Um, I think obviously, you know, you know, if, if they have to go with Nick Patty, it's going to be more ball control. If it's you know, it's you know, if both quarterbacks can't go, it's going to be ball control no matter what. The over under in this game is forty eight. It's game you know, that total may go definitely under. Uh, I don't see you know. Pitt's defense, I think, like I said, has learned their lesson from last year, and I think they'll they're going to try and get this job done and, and shut this shut this offense down. They're on, they've been on the cusp of cleaning up whatever it is they're doing on defense, but they're in the third game of the season, so they got whatever it is they got to figure it out. I mean, they're they are they are getting the quarterback, they are getting the pass rush. It's just you know. The bookies think that uh, Western Michigan is going to pass their Pitt's defense this time around, and I don't think it's going to happen. It's definitely not going to be a, re- a remake of what happened. But uh, I say if Keaton's a go, they, they're definitely covering the 10. They may still cover the 10 if Patty's playing because I think maybe Signe does a deeper dive and realizes that there's just some things Patty can, can't do that Keaton can't. Just two different quarterbacks. One throws a crazy sidearm delivery. I mean, he's basically Kent the Colby in, in a football uniform. He's just got that crazy sidearm delivery, so that's that's just that. So, if I have to do my picks for this week, so let me break these down. So I'm taking pit minus the ten and. Yeah, I think for stars, I'm taking pit minus 10. I think the spread is set up to dare people to pick the plus 10. I think everybody's going to hammer the plus 10 on the uh, Western Michigan. And you just have to fade the public on this one. Oh, boy, this is why this guy's a backup quarterback. I'm watching. Oh, never mind. That's, oh, never mind. That's, oh, they put him back in. They put Aber back in. But yeah, they're daring people to pick the to pick the plus ten, and I just don't think it's going to happen. I think pick covers. The big, th- I think, whoever's running back, whether it's Izzy or Hammond, they're going to have a big day. They're going to run the ball. West Michigan's deep offense isn't that good. If we get some sort of good, you know, competent QB play, we may have this. I look for a secondary action. They have a, have a better day than what they had last week, because I think with the pressure this time, I think we will actually get. When we get if we get to the quarterback, definitely, uh, I just think we're gonna have a lot better luck than ever in terms of our secondary. Now Pat did mention he was a dumbass for letting uh, for for um, getting Keel and Herper for the half. I mean, it's just I don't think he banked on that happening. The sack and the fumble, I just don't think he banked on that happening because there was time left. He had timeouts. 
you have to see if you can at least move the ball. And it just, you know, shit happened. But it was costly, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, these guys gave up. And there's a flag, so that's coming back. I think, and I think he saw the flag. I might as well just put in this podcast a live broadcast of the Chiefs and Chargers because I keep out, you know, doing this. But uh, yeah, I think Pitt, um, you know, yeah, yeah, timeouts. I mean, it's just unfortunately it costed you three points, and we gave away points and we gave points. That's just how it is, and. I understand the frustration with the interception that Keaton threw where it was tipped. First of all, Bubba Means has to catch that. I don't, you know, whatever. But I can understand the frustration as well because Keaton thought he had a free play and look what happened. You know, it was, you know, hot garbage. Let's get to the rest of this. And this is brought to you by the ESPN Autoplaying their ads again. One of these days I'm going to figure this out. All right, let's get the let's look at the rest of the ACC. Uh, Florida State, Louisville. Um, FSU's on FSU's getting two and a half is uh, minus two and a half point favorites. Yeah, you know, they're minus two and a half point favorites over Louisville. It's at Louisville. I'm not sure about this game. Uh, I kind of I actually like Louisville in this one. So I'm taking the Louisville plus two and a half. I'm definitely taking them. I don't know. I just, Florida State did beat LSU, but LSU was hot garbage for most of the game. And Louisville is showing some sort of, some sort of signs of life. I like, I like the plus two and a half and I like the under 557. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Wofford, Virginia Tech, obviously the Hokies. Got to go with them. Purdue and Syracuse. Syracuse a minus one and a half on this one. Um, I think I got to roll with the Qs on this one. They're just, uh, this, is a, this is a really big game for them. It's a, at home, and they really need this to show some sort of signs of life. It's over sixty, though. I'm not sure about if it's if it's going to be that much. But uh, I'm taking Syracuse minus one point five. Uh, Virginia Old Dominion. Now Old Dominion is a team you do not schedule, and Virginia really just hasn't been ground offense. I'm taking Old Dominion plus 8.5. All right, so we're getting our picks in. Old Miss and Georgia Tech. Mississippi, they're getting a minus uh, 16.5. Let's take a look at this. Let's see, they beat Western Carolina. They lost Clemson 41-10. How is a quarterback playing this? I'm curious. Yeah, Sims was hot garbage. Yeah, take Ole Miss. 
Yeah, take the minus 16 and a half while you're at it. Liberty and Wake Forest. Definitely taking Wake in this. Sam Hartman's back, and they're going to. Wake is out for vengeance. Duke and North Carolina uh, A&T, you're definitely going Duke. I mean, there's no spread in, this, in that game because it's basically whatever. They're playing as a 118. Texas Tech and NC State, big game here for the Wolfpack is we get to see who exactly they are. But, I mean, they just barely beat East Carolina. They beat Charleston Southern. They're going against Texas Tech, and let's see – Texas Tech barely, well, Houston doesn't have much of a defense, but Texas Tech this year. That's yeah, hard to say, but. I think I'm taking Texas Tech with the plus 10. I think NC State will win, but um, I take Texas Tech with the plus 10. Maine and Boston College, BC should win that one with no problem. If they don't, then there's, we got they, they got other issues. Clemson, Louisiana Tech, Clemson should win that one and probably cover the thirty-three. Miami, Texas A&M. This is a big game for both teams because well, Miami has approved their point. Texas A&M, on the other hand, lost a heartbreaker last week to Appalachian State. Which goes against what I said before. You don't schedule Appalachian State, and you definitely don't schedule Old Dominion. Uh, Texas A&M is a minus six. I like Miami in this one. I'm going to hammer Miami plus six. And let's take a look at the rest of the top 25, why don't we? And Georgia, South Carolina. Obviously, UGA will cover that, minus 24.5. Uh, let's see, any other notable ones? Let's see. Oklahoma, Nebraska. Oklahoma is a 11 point favorite. Oh, they're definitely going to cover that game. I mean, usually teams change after they fire their coach, but Nebraska's just a hot mess. BYU and Oregon. BYU's 12th ranked going against Oregon. I'm taking, I'm taking BYU plus 3.5. Uh, Bo Nix is their quarterback. So it doesn't really matter how that's at or, it's Oregon. Bo Nix is their QB, and he sucks. Uh, Penn State Auburn. I'm going Penn State minus three and a half, three, three minus three. I know they're playing in Auburn. Auburn has good athletes, but I'm not crazy about their QB play. And I'm probably going to go with Sean Clifford. He's a little bit more of a seasoned player. I mean, he's you're going to take the senior QB. I think he's going to make less lesser mistakes than Auburn is. I go with that. And go with the rest of them. Any other notable notable games on here? Well, I mean, of course, Ohio State's going to be Toledo. Uh, Tennessee and Akron. Of course, they're going to cover that. They're going to probably win and cover t- Tennessee is. 
Michigan State and Washington. Uh, I'm going to take MSU minus th- plus with the plus three. Whoa, wait a minute. Michigan State's on three-point dog in this? Oh, Phoenix is our quarterback from Indiana. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. So, I was wondering what that was about. Why they're why? Well. I've watched Michigan State. I think they, I mean, they got some players. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going Michigan State taking a plus three. I think cause it, I think because it's at Washington, but I don't know about that. They, I mean, yeah, I'm going with uh, Michigan State on that one. Anything anything else of notable? Texas getting minus twelve and a half. Of UTSA, I'm taking. I'm taking, of course, Texas. UTSA isn't a bad team. They're 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 competitive, but yeah, they don't have the weapons. And then USC minus eleven and a half. Yeah, I'm taking USC minus eleven and a half over Fresno. If you look at USC schedule and the talent they have on offense, they're they're gonna run, they're pretty much gonna run the table. But other than that, that's all I got for Pitt, Western Michigan, all the ACC games. I mean, that's really all I got. I mean, it's a short podcast. Nothing too exciting. Nothing too thrilling. Anyways, guys, hell to Pitt. Have a good weekend.